Hello? Anybody home? Today, I want you to open your mind. I've almost come to the conclusion that the story is so damning that the mass of people can't deal with it. We are in process of developing a whole series of techniques to get people actually to love their servitude. We face a hostile ideology, global in scope, atheistic in character, ruthless in purpose and insidious in method. For we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence. To change the minds and the attitudes and the beliefs of the people of the world, and especially the United States, to bring about one world socialist totalitarian government. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. It has patterned itself after every dictator who has ever planted the ripping imprint of a boot on the pages of history since the beginning of time. If you can get people to consent to the state of affairs in which they are living, then you have a much more easily controllable society than you would if you were relying wholly on clubs and firing squads and concentration camps. Tools of conquest do not necessarily come with bombs and explosions and fallout. There are weapons that are simply thoughts attitudes, prejudices, to be found only in the minds of men. The military-industrial complex not only controls our government, but they control our culture. As you connect the dots between different people, organizations, places, religions, history, suddenly the picture starts to form. If you don't connect the dots, it's just a mass of what's all this about. The kingdom of God is within man, not one man, nor a group of men, but in all men, in you, you the people have the Power, to make this life free and beautiful, to make this life a wonderful adventure. Someone born in the United States is not more special than someone born in Mexico. Someone who is white is not more special than someone who is black. They're just vehicles for the consciousness to experience. Brutes have risen to power, but they lie. They do not fulfill that promise. They never will. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. War is peace. Freedom is slavery. Ignorance is strength. They do not want your children to be educated. They do not want you to think too much. It was learned that the aliens had been and were then manipulating masses of people through secret societies, witchcraft, magic, the occult, and religion. They reach into our children in music, television, books. Pray on children's innocence. How can I disprove lies that are stamped with an official seal? So if you have the opportunity to stand next to one of these machines, it feels like an altar to an alien god. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the Army. You can deny all the things I've seen, all the things I've discovered, but not for much longer, because too many others know what's happening out there. And no one, no government agency has jurisdiction over the truth. Any state, any entity, any ideology that fails to recognize the worth, the dignity, the rights of man, that state is obsolete. A case to be filed under M for Mankind in the Twilight Zone. It's about time some of you got acquainted with the real hard truth. Freedom is the privilege to be right. Freedom from the disasters of our mistakes. It's the heart that says, I will not acquiesce. Across the gulf of space, intellects, vast and cool and unsympathetic, regarded our planet with envious eyes. 
Each of us, when separated, is always looking for our other half. And the desire and the pursuit of the whole is called love. Heart perception will change everything. Broadcasting from the desert in the beautiful state of Arizona, I'm your host Ryan Gable and this is The Secret Teachings Radio streaming worldwide on the Fringe FM, the Fringe FM app that you can download for free. You can also tune in through TalkStream Live and the Paranormal Radio app. If you'd like to contact the show, you can email us at rdgable at yahoo.com. That's rdgable at yahoo.com. And find us on our only social media page, facebook.com forward slash The Secret Teachings. If you missed any of our previous episodes, including our Friday night live call-in show, you can subscribe to The Secret Teachings archive on the website. Just type in the show name, .info, www.thesecretteachings.info. When you subscribe to that full show archive, you get access to all the shows and all the montages and all of my books, Occult Arcana, The Technological Elixir, and Food Philosophy. Plus, if you subscribe for one year to the archive, you get a physical copy of one of those books, and it is shipped to you for free in the United States. Although we do ship around the world, we have a large audience around the world, from the UK to Australia to Japan. We also have a Patreon page with behind-the-scenes videos, and some affiliate sponsors, including Pro One Water Filters. A lot of you have purchased a Pro One Water Filter or something from that company using the link on our website, and I appreciate that. I hope that product is something that either benefits you directly or it makes a great holiday or holy day gift. That link is on our website. If you don't know, Pro One Water Filters, www.thesecretteachings.info. To give you a little bit of an idea of where The Secret Teachings is going, I know that there is a slight audio fuzziness on Friday night and probably a little bit tonight. The full show after it airs, though, will be crystal clear and we'll be trying to get that fixed. I'll have to probably get a PC to run the software for the network But that's not going to stop us tonight. What we're talking about tonight is far too important to not do a broadcast, especially in a timely manner. Obviously, Christmas is approaching rapidly. It is uh, the winter solstice, Yule. We're in the middle of Saturnalia, which began on the 17th. And there are a variety of Christmas celebrations, uh, Yule celebrations, whether you're institutionally religious or you are more earth-based. These traditions, of course, come from the very heart of what it means to be human, from the desire for greenery, Christmas tree, wreaths, holly, mistletoe, things like that, to the spices and the nuts and the seeds and the fruits that our ancestors and that we still today partake of, all the various traditions and ceremonies and rituals and all these things. And I like to look at 
those elements of the holy times, the holy days, and incorporate that understanding into both historical and contemporary events. I don't like to just do a a show where we talk about the same old subject, the same old stale topic that, you know, everybody else is talking about. I like to put a little bit of a different spin on it here on the secret teachings. At least that's my my intention. And I was playing around with show names and I came up with tonight's show, Dr. Fauci's How Krampus Stole Christmas, 12 Days of Quarantine. That's the name of tonight's show. And I had written all these show names down over the weekend preparing for this week's shows because I had all these different show ideas, all these different show names, all these different show promo ideas. And since I've been moving, I obviously haven't gotten to do a show. So I have all these ideas written down. And I was thinking of a way to put them together, a way to formulate them. So what I was doing was, uh, you know, just kind of living my life and letting the information come to me. And uh, as we've been unpacking here in Arizona... I've been uh, watching the X-Files. In fact, uh, my fiance Hope got into the X-Files. She had never seen it before. And she's been watching through it even without me. But I sat down toward the end of season one and I started watching that in season two with her. And uh, we flipped on an episode, episode number eight of season two, called One Breath. And in that episode, we learned that uh, Agent Scully has these like protein chains in her body. She had been abducted and that these protein chains were the result of a DNA that had been branched by what the lone gunman in the show called uh, the cutting edge of genetic engineering. And in the X-Files, it was explained, uh, you know, as some kind of like biological equivalent of a silicone microchip that this, this uh, branch DNA was like a biological marker in the body or like a high-tech identity card. And uh, the character Langley points out that it, it might be something as insidious as grafting a human into something, and he pauses and says, inhuman. The character Byers concludes that whatever it is, the branch DNA is inactive in Agent Scully and It's just a waste product now. He called it a biological poison. And when we were watching that episode, I was paying attention to it, but, you know, my ears really perked up when I heard that because I thought, well, that kind of sounds eerily similar to a lot of the fringe theories regarding what's going on today in contemporary times. But it gets even stranger because in episode 17 of season two in the X-Files, the episode Endgame, we learn of something that is called a retrovirus that thickens the blood upon exposure. And the virus will only replicate and grow in higher temperatures, making cold the only method of preventing its replication. So when you look at these two episodes of The X-Files in particular, these are just the episodes that, that we watched recently, the thickening of the blood and the inhibition uh, or inability, really, the, 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 the uh, inability of the virus to, uh, to replicate in cold kind of parallel COVID-19 vaccines a little bit, uh, as do the abnormal protein chains, because they might remind you of spike proteins, right? Uh, the idea that 
experimentation with vaccines and viruses may be a method to alter DNA and create a biological marker. Uh, this all fits the theoretical narrative today. And, you know, it's like I was, I was thinking about this, uh, this idea of a war on Christmas, something we're going to talk about tomorrow. I just see a parallel here. A friend of mine sent me an article about a, a Krampus walk up in Seattle. And it was in a, a, a place that is kind of traditionally Christmas, if you will. Traditionally more institutionally religious. And in this town uh, near Seattle, it's about an hour from where my friend lives, there, uh, there are a lot of Christians that are really upset that people are putting on Krampus masks and they're walking down the street and, and all that. And I thought it was strange because I, I don't see why Christians are so upset, but then I also understand why they're so upset. It's because they feel that Krampus is demonic or evil and that what the town was doing by allowing this Krampus walk was allowing the devil to essentially walk into their town. Now, from a, an unbiased point of view, Krampus is, is a negative or dark counterpart of the character that we call Santa Claus. And of course, Krampus, many of you know Krampus as that character that brings you the coal, that brings you the, the ash or the garlic, like uh, the Italian Christmas witch, Bifana. Krampus is not necessarily the devil, but Krampus is the devil. So I get what Christians are saying. I understand that there's certainly some kind of war on Christmas, but at the same time, Krampus is just an earth spirit, essentially. He's just a, a, an element of the elements, an element of nature, not necessarily evil per se, or at least a necessary evil akin to Saturn or Kronos or something like that. And so, obviously, the Christians become very immediately upset about this. And on the other hand, you have those people that dress up like Krampus who don't have any intention except to frighten those Christians. And so you get this strange back and forth, and what you tend to find in the middle is that neither side really has a, I guess I would call it an honest argument for why they feel the way that they do. Because there are plenty of Christians who don't even necessarily understand or have a, have a full comprehension of the, the belief system, the belief structure that they adhere to in the same way that a lot of, let's say, atheists or Satanists, maybe, will wear that type of Krumpus outfit just to you know play around and to scare people like it's Samhain or Halloween or something. It's, I just kind of see a similar parallel in the sense that if I bring up the X-Files and just stay with my train of thought here if you're able to. I know I, I, I jump around, but there's a point to this. There's a method to this. Think about the X-Files. If I bring up those two episodes of the X-Files, the branched DNA, the biological marker, the high-tech identity card, the genetic engineering, the protein change of the spike proteins, and the fact that cold inhibits the virus, all those things sound very similar to pretty much anything and everything that you've heard, assuming that you've heard, in the mainstream and the alternative media over the last at least six months to a year, maybe a year and a half, depending on how long you've been very strictly following the subject of, of, of vaccinations. And people will be very just rapidly, rapidly responding 
to a claim that the X-Files or any TV show could could even kind of, uh, you know, in, in any way, shape, or form mimic reality, which I find strange because TV shows like the X-Files are based off of reality, so they're, they're mirroring, they're mimicking reality. You know, it's like art mimics reality, reality mimics art, and there's that in the X-Files, there's that in Stranger Things, there's that in you know, uh, TV shows and movies that maybe they use the subject of aliens as a as a psychological marker, as a metaphor. It's not necessarily, you know, actual aliens. So I, I, I think about this and I feel as if this is this is more than predictive programming. And I think it's more than a revelation of the method. It's almost like we're seeing these these parallel paths begin to intersect. And for those of us who have paid attention to these parallel paths long enough, at least I am beginning to realize, I can't speak for you, I'm beginning to realize that there's some kind of convergence happening, or at least that's, that's what it feels like to me. There's some kind of convergence happening. All these things that you know were, were speculative, that you know uh, things that are going to happen in the future, you know, people say that there's an event coming, there's something big that's going to happen. All these things seem to be converging now. And it seems to be an all-out race to the finish line of who can do the most damage in the name of good, who can do the most evil in the name of good, or who can do uh, the most work of the devil, if you will, in the name of God. And, you know, this this Krumpus character is, you know, uh, an, an essence, an energy, uh, a spirit, but Krumpus is also obviously a metaphor. And uh, it's unfortunate that Christians don't recognize that in the same way that it's unfortunate that those Krumpus people sometimes are just Satanists that want to frighten people that are faithful. I, I find that kind of immature for those who, who do that. Others just kind of do it because it's fun. It's just a new holiday tradition. And I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. But, you know, if you really want to hear something scary, if you really want to see something uh, you know, frightening, you should listen to what the inventor of the mRNA vaccine recently said in a prepared statement. Dr. Robert Malone. I'm going to play it for you right now. Dr. Robert Malone, inventor of the mRNA technology for these shots. This is not a gag. This is not made up. This is not deep fake. This is not voice mirroring. This is Dr. Robert Malone, inventor of the mRNA technology for vaccines, preparing a statement here and giving that statement to anybody who is willing to listen. Go ahead and take a listen to this. My name is Robert Malone. I'm a physician and a scientist, but more importantly, I'm a father and a grandfather. I don't usually read from a prepared speech, but this is so important that I wanted to make sure that I got every single word and fact, scientific fact, correct. I stand by this statement with a career dedicated to vaccine research and development. I'm vaccinated for COVID and I'm generally pro-vaccination. I've devoted my entire career to developing safe and effective ways to prevent and treat infectious diseases. 
After this, I'll be posting the text of this statement so that you can share it with your friends and family. Here's the thing. Before you inject your child a decision that is irreversible, I wanted to let you know the scientific facts about this genetic vaccine, which is based on the RNA vaccine technology I created. There are three main issues that parents need to understand before they take this irrevocable decision. The first is that a viral gene will be injected into your parents' cells. This gene forces your child's body to make toxic spike proteins. These proteins often cause permanent damage in children's critical organs. These organs include their brain and nervous system, their heart and blood vessels, including blood clots, their reproductive system, and most importantly, this vaccine can trigger fundamental changes to their immune system. The most alarming point about this is that once these damages have occurred, they are irreparable. They cannot be reversed. You can't fix the lesions within their brains. You cannot repair heart tissue scarring. You cannot repair a genetically reset immune system. And this vaccine can cause reproductive damage that could affect future generations of your family. Now that was Dr. Malone's phone there. That was not my phone, but that is part of the prepared statement from Dr. Malone. Again, Dr. Malone invented the mRNA technology for the vaccines in the same way that I can pull up and play Carrie Mollis on the PCR test, saying that the PCR test, I believe it was in regards to HIV, doesn't identify a, a germ or a specific particle that causes a specific set of symptoms that causes a specific disease. If they could find this virus in you at all, and with PCR, if you do it well, you can find almost anything in anybody. It starts making you believe in the sort of Buddhist notion that everything is contained in everything else, right? I mean, because if you can amplify one single molecule up to, a, to something that you can really measure, which PCR can do, then there's just very few molecules that you don't have at least one single one of them in your body, okay? So that could be thought of as a misuse of it just to, to claim that it's meaningful. And that is the inventor of the PCR test. So the question is, why would the inventor of the PCR test, and that was just prior to the so-called pandemic, and why would the inventor of the mRNA technology for vaccines, Dr. Robert Malone, be saying very similar parallel things that are contradictory to media, contradictory to government officials, government agencies, and contradictory to the mobs, and we could call them just the hordes of zombies that are, are zealous about what they believe to be hashtag science. Why is it that the doctors that invent the technology or that invent the tests tell us that they're being used improperly or that they're dangerous. That's something that I think should be thought about. That should be considered, don't you? I mean, 
I feel that that is a, 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 a major issue. Uh, I feel that uh, there's, there's a problem here, don't you? Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Dr. Robert Malone is wrong. Maybe Dr. Fauci is correct because it was Dr. Fauci who said just a few weeks ago on CBS News' Face the Nation that anybody you know, who is attacking him is attacking science. He said, if you're attacking me, you're really attacking science. He said, I mean, everybody knows that. That's a quote. If you're attacking me, you're really attacking science. So how is it that if you question, based on the information provided by the inventor of the mRNA technology or the inventor of the PCR test, if you question either, you're considered anti-science. Well, of course, that's because science now is a different kind of science. Science is an ideology. Science is a belief system. Science is a faith-based religious system. And, you know, for, for, for a, lot of, um, a lot of people, it's really hard to put this information together because we are constantly bombarded not necessarily with false information or misleading information. We're bombarded ultimately with the notion, with the idea that to question authority is dangerous. To question authority puts ourselves and others at risk. Threat from something or from somebody else. And this is a very dangerous notion. We're going to talk about this in more detail tonight right here on The Secret Teachings on The Fringe FM. Don't go anywhere. Stay with us. Attention. You are tuned into restricted airspace. Tune out immediately. This is The Secret Teachings Radio on The Fringe FM. If you enjoy The Secret Teachings and want to hear more while supporting the show, visit the website thesecretteachings.info and subscribe to our show archive. As a yearly subscriber, you can download and stream every show after it airs and get access to the digital versions of each one of Ryan's books. The show offers weekly and monthly subscriptions or for $50 a year, get access to the archive, montages, and digital books at a discounted price. Just visit thesecretteachings.info and click on the donate button at the top of the page. Your subscription supports The Secret Teachings, The Fringe FM, and you. Alex Exum. My name is Alex Exum, and you're listening to The Fringe FM. Hey there, it's Ryan Gable of The Secret Teachings Radio. After years and years of research, I compiled most of the important components of what I learned into three books, Food Philosophy, The Technological Elixir, and Occult Arcana. And by happenstance, those books turned into a trilogy that can be, but doesn't need to be, read in order. Food Philosophy explores the nature of what it means to be healthy, while examining the ways in which the public is deceived about their food and water. It also explores disease theories and why astronomical events like comets may be more responsible for illnesses than pathogens. It concludes with a look at geoengineering. The technological elixir picks up where the food book leaves off. It explores technology with its benefits and dangers, looking at smart tech, 
the Internet of Things, advanced robotics and quantum computers. The text takes us to the Mark of the Beast, magic, and the music industry, focusing heavily on material death cults and pacts with the devil, and of course, black goo. It concludes with an analysis of UFO cults and an otherworldly or dimensional presence influencing mankind through technology. Occult Arcana is truly standalone as an encyclopedia of occult knowledge, covering theology, science, and mythology, symbolism, ritualism, and magic, voodoo, witchcraft, talismans, nursery rhymes, alchemy, and more. Occult Arcana ties it all together. All three books are available in digital form, and they are autographed, if you'd like, in paperback. Just visit thesecretteachings.info, where you can read reviews and buy yourself a copy or two today. Whether for yourself, family, or friends, they make a wonderful gift for the holidays, something that we explore in detail in the Occult Arcana book. Again, I'm Ryan Gable of The Secret Teachings Radio. Food Philosophy, The Technological Elixir, and Occult Arcana are my books. I hope you get a copy and support the show today. want to know more about this strange and weird reality we live in? Join me, Jess Rogie, the host of The Rogie Report, where we explore the unrevealed. Every Wednesday night, live at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, here on The Fringe FM, KTLK Digital Broadcasting. This is Kev Baker of The Kev Baker Show, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. The truth is out there. And so are we. KTLK. Digital Broadcasting. The Fringe FM. You're listening to The Secret Teachings. For more information on the show or to contact Ryan, visit thesecretteachings.info or email ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com. Hello, folks. This is Jordan Maxwell. My website is jordanmaxwellshow.com, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. to let you know the scientific facts about this genetic vaccine based on the RNA vaccine technology I created. Blood clots in some patients who were vaccinated for COVID-19. First is that a viral gene will be injected into your parents' cells. This gene forces your child's body to make toxic spike proteins. These proteins often cause permanent damage in children's critical organs. Pfizer's COVID-19 vaccine must be kept at about minus 94 degrees Fahrenheit. Keeping the vaccines at ultra-low temperatures. Well, the premise is quite simple. 
um, take something designed by nature and reprogram it to make it work for the body rather than against it. You're talking about a virus. Indeed, yes, in this case, a um, virus which has been engineered at a genetic level to be helpful rather than harmful. This would not be the first time that a vaccine that looked good in initial safety actually made people worse. Extracting alien tissue, tests were done on unsuspecting human subjects, and elaborately staged abductions and craft using alien technology recovered from the down saucers. Human hybridization through gene editing and forced implantation of alien embryos. I'm Ryan Gable, and this is The Secret Teachings Radio, broadcasting five nights a week here on The Fringe around the world. Thank you guys for tuning in this evening, this morning, whenever and wherever you are listening. There's a lot to catch up on, and because of the holidays or the holy days, I know some people kind of uh, find their way into radio. Some people choose to... uh, spend more time with their families, although it's a little bit easier to listen to radio. You can kind of pop that one headphone in, listen to the radio while you're with your family. Some people do that. I've had people message me and tell me that they're uh, listening to the secret teachings on Thanksgiving with a little headphone in. So, um, you know, some people kind of navigate toward radio. Some people navigate away from radio around the holidays, you know. But uh, the thing is, a lot of Americans aren't going to be able to celebrate Christmas this year. That's a personal choice, of course, but for many Americans, Christmas has seemingly been canceled. What's the excuse? Well, a very obscure amount of random people didn't do their due diligence in following vague mitigation procedures. And now Krampus has arrived early to prevent family gatherings, to prevent feasting, to prevent general celebration, to prevent gift-giving. I mean, more people seem to be afraid of what their relatives might transmit to them than they are excited about what they may receive as a present. Instead of seeing a joyous face, people in California and New York in particular are seeing pieces of dirty cloth draped over the face of their loved ones as if they were common criminals trying to hide their identity. Instead of 12 days of Christmas... Instead of 12 days of celebration, many are instructed to enact 12 days of quarantine. And this year, the only gift being widely distributed is an experimental mRNA shot, which promises to deliver illness faster than some spoiled eggnog. The first case of the Omicron variant was discovered in the United States just a few weeks ago. I think a lot of people might forget how quickly this variant is supposedly spreading. December 1st, 2021, it was reported that the first confirmed U.S. case of Omicron was detected in California. But get this. According to Yahoo News and other publications, quote, the individual was a fully vaccinated traveler who returned from South Africa on November 22nd and tested positive on November 29th. Again, the individual was a fully vaccinated traveler. Another thing that seems to have been overlooked is where this variant was supposedly discovered. And by discovered, that doesn't mean that it was created there or that it formed there. A lot of people that are social justice warriors, and they live their lives by a 
explicit code of political correctness, made sure that they went into social media and let everybody know that just because Omicron was detected in South Africa, it doesn't mean that black people are responsible for it, which I just find baffling. Why, why does anybody have to make a statement like that? It's not the black people's fault. It's not the Asians' fault. What, what, what are you talking about? What does that have to do with anything? Here's what I'm concerned about. Here's what you should be concerned about. According to the government of Botswana, where the Omicron variant was first detected, this variant, B11529, or Omicron, was found in four individuals, and according to preliminary reports, all four had been fully vaccinated for COVID-19. That's according to an official press release, media released, from the Republic of Botswana, dated November 25th, 2021. Within a few days of that, the first case was confirmed in the United States, a traveler who was fully vaccinated. So the first five major cases that we heard about, four in South Africa, one in the United States, all fully vaccinated. How is that possible? How is it possible that the vaccines didn't prevent people from getting Omicron? In fact, Omicron, not only is it supposedly more contagious, but perhaps most importantly, it causes even milder symptoms. You know, the kind of mild symptoms that you would expect to get after a Christmas feast. You eat a little bit too much and then you have to, like Thanksgiving, sit down and unbutton your pants or something. According to experts, here are the symptoms of the Omicron variant. Fever, cough, runny nose, headache, gastrointestinal issues, and loss of taste or smell. These are really easy to identify as having no relationship whatsoever to a germ causes a specific disease theory. Fever, chills, cough, runny nose, headache, muscle aches, loss of taste or smell. These are all literally things that people experience every single day and every single year, especially when it gets cold out, especially during the winter months. And gastrointestinal issues, people experience those for a lot of reasons, but those could easily be isolated as being the result of increased holiday food consumption, or especially things that aren't necessarily considered food. We eat a lot of things that aren't technically food. So those are the symptoms of of, of a highly transmissible, highly contagious, these are misnomers, of course, highly Well, it's not really deadly. We can't say that. Disease? People get a cough, a runny nose, a headache, have gastrointestinal issues? That's it? Really? I was reading something really interesting about these these vaccines. Bloomberg reported, I hope you saw this, Bloomberg reported, the vaccine data gap points to millions more in the U.S. who lack shots. Listen to this spin job. The U.S. government has overcounted the number of Americans who are at least partly vaccinated against the coronavirus, according to state officials. This means millions of people are unprotected as the pandemic's winter surge gathers steam. 
again, the winter surge is your typical winter months, cold weather, people eating more. I mean, these are annual things that happen, but no, it's because of a variant. The move acknowledged a dynamic state, uh, you know, a dynamic state officials. Um, actually, what does this even say? I, these articles anymore, I can't understand what they're saying. Uh, the C, they're basically saying the CDC, let me paraphrase because there's so many grammatical errors here. The CDC is saying in this Bloomberg article published elsewhere that they've had to reduce the percentage of people they believe or they say have been vaccinated. And this is due to state officials discovering that the data has been fudged, but it's an accident, they say. They say CDC data shows 240 million people with at least one shot or about 72.5% of the population in the United States. But the agency says only 203 million are fully vaccinated. That's about 61.3%. It's a much smaller number than 72.5%, wouldn't you say? Uh, A 10-plus percentage difference, point difference between the two? That's millions of people. That uh, and, and that's just an estimate. We're talking millions of people that have not gotten their vaccine, but the media tells you every night, oh, it's a huge portion. It's, a, it's, a, it's, it's 80, 90% in this state or that state, when in fact the number is closer to like maybe half of the U.S. population. And, and these, those are still very liberal estimates, and, and that could be interpreted both ways, actually. Liberal estimates, if you will. State and local officials say it's improbable that 37 million Americans got one shot without completing their inoculations. Instead, they say the government has regularly and incorrectly counted booster shots and second doses as first doses. That means both the fully vaccinated and completely unvaccinated are officially undercounted. They're undercounted. This means millions of unvaccinated people nationally have been mistakenly counted as having received a dose. Well, uh, they might have been re- mistakenly counted, you know, receiving a dose, but they can't go to their concerts or might not be able to go to family gatherings for Christmas. Dr. Fauci said, you're not allowed to do that if you don't have a vaccine. Don't allow those family members to come over to your home. I mean, are people really listening to what the media tells them to do? Are there people that are like, you know, they're calling up their grandma or their, you know, their, their brother or their sister, and they're saying, hey, since you didn't get the vaccine, you're not welcome for Christmas. I mean, what kind of asshole does something like that? What kind of piece of trash does something like that? Without more accurate data, Bloomberg News reports on who is unvaccinated and where they live, state federal officials will struggle to effectively target resources such as publicity campaigns. Yes, we don't need any more publicity campaigns. I thought most of the population have been vaccinated. I guess that's not true because... They amplified the numbers artificially, which is exactly what we said here on The Secret Teachings and have been saying for months. There's no way that many people got vaccinated. There's no way it's that large of a percentage. And lo and behold, Bloomberg and the Centers for Disease Control and others are now reporting that those numbers are grossly overinflated. Why? Because the more people that we report get the vaccine, the more likely it is that some people that weren't going to go along with the narrative will go do it because that's what the herd is doing. That's what the majority of people are doing. And I always love these subconscious psychological assaults 
without more accurate data on who is unvaccinated and where they live. State officials can't do much about this. Federal officials can't do much about this. Also, you just want to know who refuses and where they live. That sounds a little authoritarian to me. And they have another one of those elsewhere in the article where they say that each state maintains its own set of data. Some have several and all blend their information with data from health providers such as pharmacies and federal programs, implying in the article that having all these states, all these individual governments within a larger government is really dangerous. It's dangerous to not know who doesn't want to comply and especially to not know where they live so we could do something about it. And it's really dangerous having all these individual governments where governors make decisions for their state and the federal government, in a lot of cases, don't, does, they don't have any authority over what that governor does because that governor is within their power, within their right to, to, to do what they would like with their state. And that really angers people who want a one-size-fits-all policy of everybody has to do what a Politburo demands that they do, which is ultimately, apparently, what these religious ideological zealots want a top-down authoritarian system. Here's a Reuters article. If those other articles did not pick up your interest, that the first Omicron case in the United States was a man who was, quote, fully vaccinated. And according to a media release from Botswana, where the Omicron variant was discovered officially, the preliminary report of the four individuals found that they had all been vaccinated. So the five people that we heard about first all got their vaccine. And then it turns out that a lot of the other people who have been refusing to get their vaccine or who just chose not to get it for whatever reason, uh, they've been included in uh, the percentages to encourage other people to get their vaccine when, in fact, the numbers are actually substantially lower. And they're blaming it on statistical error. No, it's called intentional inflation of statistics it's fraudulent I'd, I'd assume it's criminal and it's downright evil as far as i'm concerned all these things inflated in statistics false positive tests the inventor of the mrna shot dr robert malone saying and we played the clip in the first segment that it is very dangerous to give these shots to people, especially to kids, it can cause irreversible damage to the critical organs. It can also cause reproductive problems like we, we knew back in 2020. I mean, I have a chapter on it in my book, The Technological Elixir. You can get on the website, thesecretteachings.info. I mean, we've been documenting this stuff for, for literally now, we can say years. And it is just confirmed time after time after time again. And we're starting to see more of this where now Reuters has reported just a few days ago that according to the official U.S. data from the CDC as of December 10th, there were only 43 cases of Omicron. That's it, 43 cases. The U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention said that of the 43 cases attributed to Omicron, and they're just attributed in, they're not identifying that this particular variant caused this particular sickness. They're just saying that people tested positive with this perceptual mutation. 34 of the 43 were fully vaccinated. 
14 of them also received a booster. And yet they still had Omicron. So how is that possible? Well, they'll try to spin that in the same way that the media spun why there's a vaccine data gap, why the CDC and state governments and the mainstream media have been telling people that the percentages are much higher for people who have gotten their vaccines when in fact they're much, much lower. They've been doing that to encourage people to go along with the herd. And then when they get caught or when somebody points it out, they say, well, it's not really like that. What, what, what's really happening is that not enough people got the vaccine. That's why these things are spreading quicker. And so we really have a bunch of unvaccinated people that we need to get vaccinated. They just turned into more public relations, more Edward Bernays style propaganda, which is what PR is. It's just propaganda that's streamlined into a, a psychologically acceptable thing that is easily digestible. And yet it's one after another, the first case in the United States fully vaccinated, the first four cases identified in Botswana fully vaccinated, according to a media release from the Republic of Botswana. Reuters reports December 10th, 34 of the 43 cases in the United States as of December 10th, fully vaccinated. 14 had received a booster. I mean, you see it all the time. You see news stories about even people that are hyper pro-vaccine, double, triple vaccinated with a booster. They still get sick. How is that possible? How is that possible? According to some reporters... And according to some radio shows and circumstantial evidence, whether it's Omicron or Delta, people in general, I think, are pretty done with the whole thing. And I think it's Christmas this year that, that, that might have really just put a, a, a hole in the tire. Because if you live in California or New York, you have to at least... I think you have to at least consider that it's a little bit bizarre that once again, as everyone is gearing up for Christmas, everybody's gearing up to, to exchange presents and see their family and, 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 and have their you know, Christmas meal and all that. As people are gearing up to do that, suddenly the mask mandate goes back in place. Suddenly Omicron and other variants, COVID is spreading at a rapid rate. I just read a story today that literally said, get this, in New York, new COVID-19 cases rose 60%. 60% in the last week. 60% last week. That's according to Reuters, December 20th. How is it that Omicron rose 60% in New York, where I just moved from, with some of the strictest, some of the most draconian, dystopian, nightmarish mitigation mandates and procedures and policies? How? How is the same happening in California? How is it happening in places where vaccination rates are incredibly high, like Vermont or Israel? I mean, is this not suspicious, or do people have no information on this? I mean, that's an honest question. I don't know. I don't watch the news, so I don't know. 
But I do hear people that watch the news regurgitating the talking points, breakthrough cases. You can call it whatever you want, but all the people that have Omicron, virtually all of them are vaccinated. So I have a, I mean, just based on the one CDC report alone of 34 of the 43 people in the United States who had Omicron, just based on that alone, I have a better chance of not getting it by not getting a vaccine. If you're going to make loose, vague, bias associations. But I think Christmas has really, really made people think about it. Because there's no specific number. It's just percentages. We know percentages can be obscured. Uh, they can be skewed uh, easily. Just like the, the fact that not as many people got vaccinated as the CDC told us. That's official now, according to Bloomberg and others. Why do we have these new mitigation mandates in California and New York right around Christmas, and then they are going to reassess them after the 6th of January? I mean, is that not suspicious? Seriously, is that not suspicious to anybody? Am I the only one who thinks that's a little bit suspicious? I mean, see, what it sounds like to me is Crumpus has come to deliver the coal. Crumpus has come to deliver the packages to those of you who have been naughty. Except Crumpus now is bringing those presents to everybody, regardless if you've been naughty or if you've been nice. Even if you were good and you did what you were supposed to and it's likely you're responsible as a vaccinated person for spreading the new variant if you are a believer in germ theory or whatever this biological identity marker, biological weapon system really is. If you did all the things you were supposed to do, you still aren't allowed to do what you want to do for the holidays in some places because Krumpus says a few people didn't do what they're supposed to do and now everybody has to suffer. I don't like collectivization that much. and I don't like it when people tell me what I have to do and then try to gaslight me to make me feel I don't, but I understand how some can easily succumb to the gaslighting to make me feel as if I'm a bad person. I love when people make accusations about me, about things like this. I love when people say, you're killing people for not wearing a mask. And I say, really? Do you know that you're killing people for wearing a mask? It doesn't have to make sense. Their argument doesn't make sense. You just respond to them with the same outlandish, bizarre, whatever claim it is, just literally just reverse engineer it and send it right back to them. It's, it's an instant karma, I guess you could say. You're hurting people. You're hurting people's feelings by saying that. Well, you're hurting people's feelings by telling me that I'm hurting people's feelings. You're hurting my feelings. So. It's a stalemate. Let's move on. But I think, you know, a lot of Americans have realized they were ready for Christmas and now they're told, well, you can't can't really celebrate that now. I mean, are people going to listen, though, to Fauci, who says that he is science, or are people going to have their Christmas celebration? I'd imagine that a lot of people will just have their their Christmas celebration. I, I feel like a lot of people, this is just personal opinion, I feel like a lot of people who display the openly politically correct social justice 
health or the health version of political correctness and social justice, I feel like they probably just kind of forget about it when they're gathered with their families. Or a lot of those people hate families. They hate tradition. They really hate Christians for some reason. They hate morality. They hate ethics. They hate virtue. They, they really hate responsibility. And so in hating all of those things, maybe they'll just quarantine themselves for Christmas. And maybe that's the best thing that could happen. Maybe the people that really just want to quarantine and want to live their lives in seclusion, they can just do that. And then the rest of us can go about living our lives, regardless of what we think, if we can live in a society where civil discourse can be had without attacking people. I mean, it's incredible to me. The governor in New York just says, okay, the mask mandate's back. And suddenly people, I've been told this since I left New York, some people there that I still know, immediately, within like hours, people immediately start yelling at people again for not having masks on. I mean, is, is, is that how weak an individual is that you really honestly feel? Do they honestly feel because the governor said this is now a mandate, that you feel that you can yell at people in public, in a public space where you're not violating any law, you're not violating an, an ordinance, you're, you're, you're simply going to the grocery store, you're, you're going shopping for something, whatever you're doing. People think they can scream at you because the governor said this is a mandate. And then they don't even tell you the details of the mandate. They don't tell you the options that people have to opt out, which you always have an option to opt out. There might be consequences or in some cases, the consequences of, of, uh, of, of not opting out or the consequences of opting out m- might just simply be a forfeiting of, of your individual rights if you choose not to opt out, along with some other consequences of, of doing what you're told, a diminished sense of uh, the individual self. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings on the Fringe FM. Dr. Fauci's How Crumpus Stole Christmas, The 12 Nights of Quarantine Tonight. A big recap of everything that has been going on the last couple of weeks since we've been off air. Coming back tonight, Monday, December 20th, as we approach Yule, the winter solstice, Christmas, and the raw nights. Again, I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. Stay with us. The music, White Bat Audio. We will be back. You could listen to this. And again, you know, people say David has no evidence. David has no evidence, but... I hate this channel. Or you could listen to The Secret Teachings with myself, Ryan Gable, five nights a week on The Fringe FM. And join us to explore the outer limits of history, symbolism, parapolitics, and more. We'll explore a little of everything, but don't take my word for it. I'm kind of like you. I'm a last of a dying breed, a generalist. That's thesecretteachings.info and The Fringe FM. If you're interested in all things that include the occult, from witchcraft to voodoo, and from mythology to alchemy, then why not check out the book Occult Arcana, complete with hundreds of beautiful images. Maybe you want to look at technology, black goo, UFOs, and demonic pacts made in the entertainment industry. Check out the technological elixir, black goo, transhumanism, and invoking AI. Or if that's not enough and you want a practical look at food, lifestyles, and ingredients, even those in your pet food, with free solutions to better health, then check out Food Philosophy. 
All three of these books are available in softcover or PDF at www.thesecretteachings.info. That's where you can read reviews, see pictures, and even order yours today. It not only supports The Secret Teachings and Fringe FM, but most importantly, it supports you. People ask me every day what they can do to take control of their life in the face of an onslaught of misleading information and outright lies. I always tell them to take control of what they put in their body, including clean water. I personally used a Pro One water filter long before the company became Pro One. And after a few years, I decided to get an affiliate program set up for the show. Here's how it works. Visit our website at www.thesecretteachings.info and click on the Pro One water filter link on the slider bar at the top of the page. Whatever you purchase on their website, we get a small percentage. It's an honest and beneficial way to support the secret teachings and yourself. They've got water filters for the kitchen, dorm room, and even shower heads so things like chlorine don't become vaporized in the hot shower and inhaled. They make a great gift for yourself, your family, or your friends, and especially a great gift around the holy days. Just visit www.thesecretteachings.info, click on the banner, support Pro One, and support the secret teachings five nights a week on The Fringe FM. They all say the same thing. They're all like, you know, over the last four years, everything good that happened was because of us. And we would have done more good stuff if it wasn't for those guys. And then the Democrats go, oh, we did all the good stuff. <laughs> it's like you're all working for the same guy. Want more of The Fringe? Check out thefringe.fm for more information on your favorite shows. Also, don't forget to check out the Fringe mobile app or the other ways you can tune in through the Paranormal Radio app and talk stream live. Where the normal and paranormal collide, it's the Fringe FM. Are you intrigued by Paranormal Talk Radio? You'll love the new Paranormal Radio app from Talk Stream Live. You'll find a great selection of talk shows covering UFOs, ghosts, strange phenomena, and much more. Download the Paranormal Radio app now and start listening to the very best in Paranormal Talk entertainment, including the network you're listening to right now. The Paranormal Radio app, free in Google Play and the iOS App Store. This is The Secret Teachings. If you'd like to contact the show, email Ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com or find him on Facebook at facebook.com slash thesecretteachings. If you want the most unique blend of subjects anywhere on radio, from parapsychology, pop conspiracy, parapolitics, the paranormal, and symbolism, look no further than The Secret Teachings, airing Monday through Friday right here on The Fringe FM. Our topics, themes, and perspectives are not bogged down by rhetoric or ideological collective associations. It's just raw thought and consciousness. Check us out by visiting our website at thesecretteachings.info or the network fringe.fm. This is John B. Wells of Caravan to Midnight, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. Howdy, this is Joe Mars, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. I'm Clyde Lewis from Ground Zero Radio, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. Hi, it's David Childress from Ancient Aliens, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. Gentlemen, thank you so much for the great work that you guys are doing. Hi, everyone. This is Mark Passio from WhatOnEarthIsHappening.com, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. Teachings with Ryan Gable.
I wanted to let you know the scientific facts about this genetic vaccine based on the RNA vaccine technology I created. Blood clots in some patients who were vaccinated for COVID-19. First is that a viral gene will be injected into your parents' cells. This gene forces your child's body to make toxic spike proteins. These proteins often cause permanent damage in children's critical organs. Pfizer's COVID-19 vaccine must be kept at about minus 94 degrees Fahrenheit. Keeping the vaccines at ultra-low temperatures. Well, the premise is quite simple. Um, take something designed by nature and reprogram it to make it work for the body rather than against it. You're talking about a virus. Indeed, yes, in this case, a um, virus, which has been engineered at a genetic level to be helpful rather than harmful. This would not be the first time that a vaccine that looked good in initial safety actually made people worse. Extracting alien tissue, tests were done on unsuspecting human subjects. And elaborately staged abductions in craft using alien technology recovered from the down saucers. Human hybridization through gene editing and forced implantation of alien embryos. I'm Ryan Gable, your host, and you are tuned into the Secret Teachings Radio right here on the Fringe FM, broadcasting around the world as we broadcast from the beautiful desert of Arizona. Thank you for tuning in this morning, this afternoon, tonight, whenever and wherever you are listening. Again, this is The Secret Teachings. Tonight's episode, I've called Dr. Fauci's How Crumpus Stole Christmas, The Twelve Nights of Quarantine. And I think it really is Christmas that might have gotten people to realize that there is a flaw in the science. For a lot of Americans, Christmas has essentially been canceled. But for how many Americans are actually going to go along with that Narrative is, uh, you know, circumstantial, but in places like New York and California, Christmas is not really happening, at least on the surface, at least politically. But of course, behind the scenes, behind the cameras and the, the journalists and behind what happens in public, people are probably going to do what they've always done. Won't be any different. But on the surface, Americans aren't really allowed to celebrate Christmas this year. Remember the the 4th of July shutdown a couple of years ago? Remember those news reports where there were fireworks going off in cities and the news anchors were acting as if the front gate of a of a, of a prison had been had been run through and, and and all the convicts were escaping? I remember this one news report I watched these the so-called journalists, reporters, were looking at these fireworks going off all across Los Angeles, and they were saying, like, this is horrible. This is terrible. What are we going to do? They're celebrating. They're, 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 they're happy. I mean, it's literally like the Grinch, wondering why the, 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 the Who's down in Whoville are still laughing and 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 loving and and having a good time, even though 
he took away all their presents and 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 the who hash and the the who roast beast and the the Christmas trees and all the ornaments and the lights and even the the, the crumbs for the mice. Why are they so happy? You know, why aren't they sad? I mean, that is literally what the entire media and corporate and established governmental individuals and entities have been doing for two years. They've been acting as if they stole all the presents, they stole the food, and yet why are people still happy and proud to be Americans? Why are people still proud to to bear arms or proud to light fireworks in celebration of, of, of their country's founding? Or why are people still talking about this crazy idea of a free speech for everybody? What, what, I mean, that's the feeling that I honestly get from it. It feels like the Grinch. It, it, it feels like Krumpus. And what's the excuse for all this? Uh, because uh, an obscure amount of people didn't do their due diligence in following vague mitigation procedures? So Krumpus arrives early to prevent the, the, the feasting and the celebration and the gift-giving and the family gatherings. I mean, people are honestly more afraid of what their relatives might give them by way of transmission than they are about how they'd be happy they, that they would be uh, about the, their relatives coming to visit or their friends or the presents that they could get. I mean, instead of joyous faces, uh, people are seeing dirty cloths draped over the faces of their loved ones as if they're common criminals trying to hide their identity during a bank robbery. And, and the 12 days of Christmas, which traditionally come around the time of Christmas Eve up until the, the Feast of Epiphany on the 6th of January, another important, significant day, and we've done a show on that as well, the January 6th so-called riot, which wasn't really a riot, it was just wasn't even a protest it was just like a get together and uh whatever your interpretation of it is it's interesting that the 6th of january was the date that that happened because of the esoteric and the mythological and the religious connotations to it so that's a separate subject there's an uh, a, a show in our archives on that uh, i believe we called it feast of epiphany or, or something to that effect you can find it at www.thesecretteachings.com Info. That's www.thesecretteachings.info. Again, www.thesecretteachings.info. Subscribe to the archive. Get access to all these shows, the montages, the digital books, and a free copy of one of my books when you subscribe for one year. You can also check us out on Patreon as well, behind-the-scenes videos there and more. That, uh, that show is it's in the archive. There's a, a bunch of shows uh, we've done on similar topics, to taking a, a, a contemporary event and applying an esoteric or occult lens to it. And we can do the same thing with Omicron. Uh, we did a couple of shows on Omicron, the beginning of the end or the beginning of the beginning of the end, uh, the initiation of the end in terms of the translation of Omicron. And I just read an article from, I believe it was Reuters, that was that was saying, well, we talk to linguistical experts and we talk to etymologists and they say that Omicron doesn't mean the end of the world. The conspiracy theorists are at it again. And it's like, well, Omicron also isn't spelled Omicron, but if you pronounce it Omicron, then it means it translates to cancer time. Literally, cancer time. 
Ama, Cancer, Kron, Chronos, Chronology, Time. I mean, Omicron is the, the little O before Omega, which is the end. So it's the, the little end of time. Uh, you can interpret it however you want. I mean, the, the, the twilight language, the esoteric unseen, if you will, that, that is there, that is present, regardless of what the etymologists try to imply in order to, for whatever reason, in order to either uh, prevent people from panicking about the, 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 the interpretation, the definition of the word, or you know, it's just a, a clever way to, to, to further mislead people, whatever the case you know, might be. But I mean, the point of this is that a few people don't know who they are, supposedly don't do what they're supposed to do, and now Krumpus has to punish everybody. I mean, that's, that's the danger. That's the, 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 the scary thing about a collectivized, one-size-fits-all society. I, I mean, I read an article in the last segment. We talked about how the Centers for Disease Control has grossly, like grossly, significantly overestimated, quote-unquote overestimated, the number of people who got their vaccines, right? That's a Bloomberg article. And in the article, they're saying things like, well, if we just knew where these vaccinated and unvaccinated people were, we could better target those unvaccinated people. And, and it's like, that's the implication, but like target them with what? Is it just propaganda campaigns or publicity campaigns, as Bloomberg reported? Or is it door-to-door searches of those people's homes? It's just getting people used to the idea that that individual who didn't get vaccinated, despite the fact that the first four people to have been identified with Omicron all were vaccinated, the first person in the U.S. to be identified with Omicron was vaccinated, and 34 of the first 43 people, according to the CDC, as of December 10th, of 2021, who had Omicron all were fully vaccinated. 14 of them had booster shots. But the idea is if you're unvaccinated, you're spreading the disease, you're potentially dangerous, and it's just that potentiality that gets people scared. It's, it's the potentiality of what's in the dark that you can't see that scares people, that frightens people. And that's been used and that's been weaponized to be used against the, the individual and against the general populace to coerce and usher the entire population into a one-size-fits-all, collectivized, fascist, totalitarian, authoritarian, uh, dystopic uh, state. Uh, all those implications, if, if we just knew where those refusals lived. Or as Bloomberg reported, all this data collection is really complicated because each state has their own system and it's just this state system doesn't work. And it's like the state system works very well. Uh, it, It works so well that it might be the only thing holding the republic together, the individual state system. Because if you had just a president who made executive decisions and it affected every single person and there were no state constitutions, there was no federal constitution that protected the rights because government is instituted in order to protect those natural God-given rights. Government doesn't give you rights. Imagine the world we would be living in. Well, you don't have to really imagine it. You can see it. Look at Australia. Look at the UK, parts of Europe. That's what it would look like. It might even be worse. Who knows? But if Kathy Hochul, the governor of New York, where I just moved from, if Kathy Hochul was the president, it's bad enough. Biden declaring that the unvaccinated 
are the responsible party for the pandemic. Like at the root core of this, you know what this is all about, right? I, I hope you do anyway. It, it's all about eliminating, overturning, uh, getting rid of, deleting the concept of innocence until proven guilty. Because you now are guilty until proven innocent by the test, by the vaccine. Even if the vaccine doesn't mean that you won't get sick or get other people sick, what's the point in taking it? Well, because authoritarians want you to take it. They're demanding you take it for medical, political correctness is what it ultimately boils down to at its very core social level. Doesn't protect you. Doesn't protect other people. They can produce all the studies they want, but every report is Omicron is being spread by the vaccinated. And generally speaking, the the public is just tired of it. They're not um, they're not going to listen to it anymore. Some people will, and those people sound and feel as if they're the biggest majority because they make the most noise, because they're the most violent, they're the most dangerous, they're the most hysterical. I mean, this is this is the real root core, I think, of of the issue here. The attempt to eliminate innocent until proven guilty and the attempt to associate any individual, doesn't matter if they're Dr. Robert Malone or they're the late Carrie Mollis, anybody who questions the Bidens, the Hochels, the Newsoms, those individuals are dangerous to society. But see, that's a reversal of the natural laws of our world. It's the people like Newsom and Hochul and Biden who want to restrict speech and want to restrict movement and want to restrict association and want to restrict thought and want to restrict self-defense. Those people are not in any way, shape, or form elements of a decent and reasonable and rational and civil society. They are in opposition to that society. They give the authority to a small mob to yell and scream and burn things down and accuse people of things, to put them on the defensive constantly, to get people fired, to defame people, discredit people, etc., etc., etc. These are the mobs. These are the red guards. These are the brown shirts, the Stasi, reporting on your neighbors and your friends. I mean, just the idea that we shouldn't shake hands, right? Or we shouldn't see other people's faces. It's all about creating a criminal, isolated society. And what does that do? That breeds depression and suicide and alcoholism and drug use. And ultimately, it breeds more sickness. Just the psychological distress alone. It breeds a far more dangerous and deadly thing than what we are supposedly being, quote-unquote, protected from. Despite the fact that you'll see the people making the demands not following their own demands. It's not just hypocrisy. It's not just, uh, oops, they forgot. They are the self-described, self-appointed ruling class. And they wish to rule your life. And that's the bottom line. And these basic core concepts 
are really important to understand because in school, kids are not taught these things. That free association means you can associate with anybody. You have a choice. Freedom of speech means everybody gets to speak. And if somebody is espousing a dangerous idea or calling for harm to somebody else, there are ways to deal with that in a civil society. And that you have a right to self-defense, period. And people will exploit the right to self-defense to harm people, and people will exploit the right to say whatever you like to harm people and to censor people. You know, kids need to be informed of, of that. In fact, we have a, a new affiliate sponsor here on The Secret Teachings called the Tuttle Twins, and they have a series of books for toddlers and even for young adults and for kids. Uh, they're great for parents as well. There's a link on our website at thesecretteachings.info. You'll see it on the slider bar. I believe it's the, the third slide over from the Pro One Water Filters. If you just click on the, uh, that picture, it'll take you to their website. And I believe you get a discount as well, but that's another way to support the show. And they, they have the, this really great material on teaching kids and adults as well. I mean, even the toddler books. I got my son the toddler books, and they're... I mean, they're, they're things that adults should be reading the toddler books. Well, like one of them is the ABCs of, of liberty. One is the ABCs of economics. Just basic concepts that adults don't know or understand. You know, all the things that progressives in particular say that they stand for and that they represent, like free association, free speech, etc., but they don't actually do those things because they're just cloaking themselves in what sounds good to the general public they're cloaking themselves in 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 the in the identity politics and you know on top of all this it, it, it's strange because the whole idea is to create a more equal world right i mean that's what the world economic forum says that's what klaus schwab says that's what bill gates says equal equitable access that's what the un says that's what the 17 points for sustainability that's what it all it's all about sustaining the environment equality equity but what does it ultimately do? It creates a world where only the Hochels and the Newsoms and the Pelosi's and the Bidens, where those people have a right to do what they want to do. And the rest of us have to follow orders. I mean, just imagine if we didn't have a, a state system here in the United States. Even if you're looking at this from the outside. I mean, we're lucky that we have that here. But in places like Australia, or even in places like Canada, if Trudeau says something, that's what the whole country does. And I mean, yes, the president has certain executive authority, but the legislature has the most power. And when you look at this, this last two years, you've seen just like a blind turn from everything that is truly equitable and equal and, 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 and based in the concepts of, 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 of real human liberty and freedom. You've seen an absolute turn of that in the name of it. And that's, that's, a very, that's a thing that people should be very suspicious of. But of course, we don't teach kids that. We don't even know that ourselves half the time. So we have a hard time recognizing it when it's happening. There's a question that I've had for a long time, and that question is, all those so-called conspiracies, uh, all those 
dystopian, nightmarish predictions of the future. You know, you're not going to have a car. Car you have will be government or corporate owned, and it'll be, uh, you know, something that just, it's self-driving. It's not just driverless. And there's a difference between the two. Self-driving, it drives you everywhere. And, uh, I mean, you won't be able to even take the wheel. And you'll have your carbon credits, and, you know, people won't be able to fly as much. And, I mean, how, how do you create that world? How do you stop people from driving their cars? I mean, how do you stop people from getting on planes and flying? Fear, for one. But here's another way to do it. According to the Washington Post, the month of December 2021, coronavirus tests that are needed for international flight can often cost more than the flight. PCR tests can vary very widely depending on the country. And just within Europe, according to the Washington Post, PCR tests for travel can be several times the cost of a one-way flight between countries. Depending on where you're flying to and from, tests can cost anywhere between 10 into the hundreds of dollars. And those tests are going to be done away with by the end of the year anyway. Some people might not remember that. I forgot about that until I read that article about the international travel and I realized, well, the PCR test isn't even going to be used after New Year, uh, the New Year. Uh, they've got a new test. PCR test won't even be used anymore. But that's how you do it. You create a cost that's so high that people can't afford it. And the only people that can't afford it, well, they kind of fall into that elite class and they feel like they get special privileges because they've got a passport and they didn't get a nasty look because they, they're wearing their, their mask and they have their card and they're following the mitigation process and... They think it's a law and they think that they're going to get fined or go to jail if they don't do it or they're a bad person. And then ultimately what happens is the virus keeps spreading and those people turn to the others that aren't doing what they're supposed to do and they say it's your fault. And it's like, no, it's actually your fault because you've given people the power to make the decisions to put us in a situation where we feel like we're living in a dystopian novel, a dystopian movie, a dystopian TV show. It's like we're living in a Netflix special. It's like we're living in some kind of uh, you know alternate reality because the people that put the mask on, the people that take the vaccine, the next vaccine, the booster, the booster, the booster, the booster, the booster, however many that might be, you're giving authority to the authorities who otherwise wouldn't have it to continue to dish out all those Crumpus-like anti-presents because a few people didn't do what they're supposed to do. So now you've given them more authority to tell us all how to live our lives. This stops when you say it stops. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. Subscribe to the website. It's the archive at thesecretteachings.info. rdgable at yahoo.com. White Bat Audio is the music. Stay with us. We'll be back. I'm Ryan Gable of The Secret Teachings, bringing you health, history, symbolism, and of course, black goo, right here on KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. Release the curtain! 
Do you like the secret teachings and Ryan's passionately balanced approach to subjects from food and health to the entertainment industry and the occult? Then check out Ryan's books, available in PDF and softcover with free shipping in the United States. For a practical, balanced, and unique look at the food industry, vaccinations, the theories of disease, and geoengineering, grab a copy of Food Philosophy. For a deeper look into artificial intelligence, UFO cults, black goo, and packs made with the devil in the music and entertainment industry, have a look at the technological elixir. Or look for Ryan's masterpiece, Occult Arcana, an encyclopedia of occult knowledge spanning from mythology and science to symbols and sigils, from ritual magic to voodoo, and from comparative religion and psychic abilities to paranormal activity. All three books can be purchased on the website at thesecretteachings.info, where you can read reviews from other authors and radio hosts around the world. Just visit thesecretteachings.info. The truth is out there, and so are we. KTLK, digital broadcasting, The Fringe FM. People ask me every day what they can do to take control of their life in the face of an onslaught of misleading information and outright lies. I always tell them to take control of what they put in their body, including clean water. I personally used a Pro One water filter long before the company became Pro One. And after a few years, I decided to get an affiliate program set up for the show. Here's how it works. Visit our website at www.thesecretteachings.info and click on the Pro One water filter link on the slider bar at the top of the page. Whatever you purchase on their website, we get a small percentage. It's an honest and beneficial way to support the secret teachings and yourself. They've got water filters for the kitchen, dorm room, and even shower heads so things like chlorine don't become vaporized in the hot shower and inhaled. They make a great gift for yourself, your family, or your friends, and especially a great gift around the holy days. Just visit www.thesecretteachings.info, click on the banner, support Pro One, and support the secret teachings five nights a week on The Fringe FM. Listen to The Rogue Report every Wednesday live at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern here on The Fringe FM, KTLK Digital Broadcasting. For a lot longer than most podcasts have been around, The Secret Teachings has been at the forefront of unique investigation into both the mundane and the extraordinary. Critical thought and controlled speculation allowed us to determine that the much-anticipated UAP report would be vague, unexplained, and would simply imply the need for defense against national security threats. We determined that sonic weapons were the cause of Havana Syndrome a full year before CNN acknowledged the same. We told you about the mind-controlled magic, sex slavery, and intellectual theft in the music industry long before Britney Spears spoke out about her conservatorship, and we've been removed from radio for refusing to censor our show over international child trafficking networks and sex cults long before Epstein didn't kill himself. This has been done with no budget, only your support, and a will to learn and succeed. And you can continue to be a part of the Secret Teachings journey as we broadcast Monday through Friday after lighting the void with Joe Roop, right here on KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. TLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM, brings you exclusively The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. What's up, y'all? It's your boy Topher. You can find my music at tophertown.com. And right now you're listening to The Secret Teachings by Ryan
I wanted to let you know the scientific facts about this genetic vaccine based on the RNA vaccine technology I created. Blood clots in some patients who were vaccinated for COVID-19. First is that a viral gene will be injected into your parents' cells. This gene forces your child's body to make toxic spike proteins. These proteins often cause permanent damage in children's critical organs. Pfizer's COVID-19 vaccine must be kept at about minus 94 degrees Fahrenheit. Keeping the vaccines at ultra-low temperatures. Well, the premise is quite simple. Um, take something designed by nature and reprogram it to make it work for the body rather than against it. You're talking about a virus. Indeed, yes, in this case, a um, virus, which has been engineered at a genetic level to be helpful rather than harmful. This would not be the first time that a vaccine that looked good in initial safety actually made people worse. Extracting alien tissue, tests were done on unsuspecting human subjects. And elaborately staged abductions and craft using alien technology recovered from the down saucers. Human hybridization through gene editing and forced implantation of alien embryos. I'm Ryan Gable, and this is the Secret Teachings Radio right here on the Fringe FM. Our final segment tonight. I want to thank you guys for tuning in to the Secret Teachings and to the Fringe FM especially for those of you who have been with us for many, many years. Very humbling experience to be able to be a trusted source of information and a trusted voice on late-night radio for all the people who listen, uh, whether they're trucking across the country or they're in a warehouse or they're working from home or they're laying in bed with an earphone in, listening to the show. People always told me that this show is, is scary. People told me that this show is disturbing. And uh, although I'll agree it might be a little bit scary, a little bit disturbing, a little bit frightful sometimes, I want to let you know that my intention is not to frighten you. My intention is to provide you with raw information and then allow you to make up your own mind based on that information. And we point out these parallels and what might be called synchronicities Because they're really important to understand that there's always more than the mundane surface level reporting. For example, in the X-Files there are two episodes that I've just watched recently, and there's a lot more than that, which play into this narrative, but two episodes I just watched recently. One episode is called One Breath, one episode is called Endgame. Both of those episodes are from season two, and both those episodes detail in the X-Files storyline, you kind of get the beginning stages of what you learn to be a conspiracy to utilize alien DNA to create alien-human hybrids by experimenting on people and cloning them and using this 
substance as kind of like a biological uh, marker, uh, an identity card to identify who is who is the clone, who uh, you know, who is who is uh, who uh, who has been identified as uh, uh, being part of the program. And uh, in one of the episodes, this biological marker is. Uh, it's a, like a high tech identity card. It's called branched DNA. It's it's basically uh, Agent Scully had these protein chains in her body after she had been abducted, and and when they do the blood work and the, and the, and the, the testing on her after she comes back from her abduction, she has uh, this DNA that's been branched by uh, some form of genetic engineering, and although the DNA is not active, it's a waste prod uh, product. It's it's existing in her body as a biological poison. And this other episode that that I watched recently, the uh, the virus that Agent Mulder is exposed to, only replicates in warm temperatures. And uh, in that same episode, another agent of the FBI is killed uh, by a thickening of the blood. So. If you think about the thickening of the blood and the inhibition, uh, the inability of the virus to replicate through uh, uh, and in cold temperatures, it's very similar to the COVID-19 vaccines, not to the virus, but to the vaccines. And of course, the abnormal protein chains are the spike proteins. It's strange because Dr. Robert Malone, who invented the mRNA technology, said Recently, in a prepared statement I played at the beginning of tonight's show, you can go back and listen to it at thesecretteachings.info in the archive. That's www.thesecretteachings.info. Tonight's show is Dr. Fauci's How Crumpus Stole Christmas. Dr. Malone said that these are toxic spike proteins, that's a quote, and that they affect the brain and nervous system, the heart and blood vessels, the reproductive system, and he said that this vaccine can trigger fundamental changes to the immune system of children. Of course, children are part of the experiment in the X-Files. They are kidnapped or their parents who work for the program make deals with the extraterrestrials for that biological material as part of a colonization process. And I, I, mean, I mean, the original X-Files is really, really good. It's classic. It's really good. And a lot of people would say, well, that's a TV show. That's that's not real. That's not anything but fiction. But, you know, fiction parallels art. Fiction is an expression of, of reality. It parallels reality in the same way that reality sometimes parallels fiction. But, of course, you have TV shows that are based on real events, and The X-Files is based on real events. And whether it's coincidental, it's predictive programming, or it's the revelation of the method, it's interesting that those elements of that alien virus, the the the, the, the protein chains and the genetic engineering, uh, the blood clotting or the blood thickening, and the prevention of the virus from spreading due to cold, I mean, these are all things that relate to the COVID-19 vaccine, keeping it at a certain temperature. And then, of course, as I've documented in my book, The Technological Elixir, which is available on the website of thesecretteachings.info. And you can also get a free copy of it when you subscribe to the archive for one year. I've documented the analysis under microscopes of what some doctors have seen as a form of self-assembly 
when you thaw this vaccine, self-assembly. And there's actually little shreds of metal. And that's been documented not just by individual doctors. That was detailed by the Japanese government. Black and pink substances inside of the vials and the syringes. And if there's self-assembly going on, there's little tiny shreds of metal. It's disturbing because those little shreds of metal, aluminum in particular, can be used to power gallium, which is a liquid metal at room temperature, gallium robots. Little shreds of aluminum power those little gallium robots. Those little gallium robots are the modern-day equivalent of the liquid metal Terminator. I mean, how insane does that sound? But how real is it? Remember the end of the Terminator 2, the T-1000 is frozen by the liquid nitrogen? And then Arnold shoots it with a pistol, and it blows apart into probably millions of pieces, thousands of pieces. And then when those pieces are exposed to heat, they begin to pull and reassemble. Uh, Scientists have done this in China. This technology exists today. Maybe not to that level, but it exists. And this is just what's being done at a university level. I mean, all the things that we see that are predictive programming, that are a revelation of the method, it's not always a coincidence. I mean, to, to believe that everything is a coincidence... I I think you have to delude yourself into believing that the conspiracy is coincidence. You see what I mean? I think think that really is ultimately what that mindset leads one to uh, determine about themselves. It is a conspiracy of coincidence. It's just like, you know, there, there has to be a conspiracy of collusion with those groups, individuals, uh, etc., who manufacture misleading narratives. I mean, they're, they're certainly conspiring to do something. I mean, it might just simply be something like maintaining the narrative in order to appease their ego. I, I think sometimes we, we don't think much about the ego. We don't consider how much the ego plays into our belief systems. I mean, why is it that you have a hard time getting zealous Christians to recognize that Christmas is obviously an earth-based holy day? It might be when Jesus was born, but Jesus, God, created the earth, so I don't see why pagans and Christians can't come together. But at the same time, I'm not going to diminish the Christians' beliefs and say, you're stupid. Although I do have that feeling for a small segment of the growing Crumpus crowd. I mean, when, when, when we do a Crumpus show, or when our friend Clyde Lewis on Ground Zero does a Crumpus show, you know, it's fun. And Clyde will dress up. He'll do his Ground Zero lounge. I saw he did his, he dressed up like Santa. I don't know if he had the Crumpus mask, but he's done a Crumpus party. Uh, for years now, and you know it's fun, and and, and it's there's myth and folklore and legend there. But for a lot of people, like in Seattle, there's a town near Seattle 
where there's a Krumpus walk, and uh, Christians are very upset about that. And I, I don't get why the Christians are upset, but I do get why they're upset, because they are right. There is a war on Christmas, but just because people want to dress up like Krumpus doesn't mean that they're the ones waging the war. However, there are some people that are using Krumpus to wage that war, and there are some people that dress up like Krumpus who are just, you know, I would call them stale, boring Satanists who, like, you know, they, they jerk off to Aleister Crowley or something. They think Aleister Crowley is the bomb, and they dress up in scary things because they're just looking for an identity. And uh, I think a lot of Satanists are just afraid to believe in uh, a higher power. I've told them that. You know, I, I love when an atheist to me uh, says something to me, like one time this atheist said something to me like, you're just afraid to believe in nothing. And I said, well, to the contrary, I think you're afraid to believe in something. You know, it's just that kind of mindset, that kind of thought process that I think at least my intention is to introduce this back into the conversation. Uh, and I hope that you can take something from this show that allows you to interact with people in the same way. I mean, that, it's really just that mindset. You're afraid to believe in nothing. Well, I think you're afraid to believe in something. You're offending me by your comments. Well, you telling me that my comments are offensive is offensive to me, especially because I don't intend to offend with my comments. And even if I did, I have a right to do that so long as I'm not trying to cultivate harm. I mean, I can call you an asshole. I, 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 I can say, no, I'm not going to call you by your pronoun. No, I don't believe that or believe this or whatever. I have the same right to those things as you do. And if you don't like that, you can just walk away. I mean, that's, that's the simple civil way to deal with it. But now it's, if I bring up the X-Files in relationship to COVID, it's just some outlandish right-wing conspiracy, and I don't understand the difference between reality and fictional television writing. But it's obviously much more complicated than that, especially considering that for months and months and months, we and so many others, because I don't focus on this subject every single night, but I like to put a, an occult or esoteric spin on topical things, whether it's COVID-19 or it's updates with COVID-19 or it's Yule and the winter solstice and Christmas. According to a journal report in the journal Circulation, get this, young people are recovering quickly from myocarditis. Don't you love how it incrementally creeps up on you? We were told there is no myocarditis. There's no enlarging of the heart. You know, that whole thing, that's just, a, that's just a story. What story? The Grinch. The Grinch's heart grows three times as big. Knocks him to the ground. I thought this was just made up. But according to the Circulation Journal, most young people under the age of 21 who develop suspected COVID-19 vaccine-related heart muscle inflammation, known as myocarditis, had mild symptoms that improved quickly. According to new research published, the American Heart Association's flagship journal circulation on December 6th. So I guess it is a thing. And I guess those athletes who died from it, that's a thing. And I guess all the athletes who are dropping on the bench, on the field, on the ice, on the court, across the world, I guess all of those people, uh, it's just a coincidence that they got a vaccine. 
just a coincidence. But I love this. Suspected COVID-19 vaccine-related heart muscle inflammation. You know what that sounds like? That sounds like when one of these New Age frauds, I'm not saying the New Age community is just frauds. I'm saying one of these New Age frauds starts using this language like, I always say, um, I always say it's like crystals and uh, vibrations and dimensions and different like emeralds and, you know, like emeralds and, and rubies and, you know, jewels and things like that. So they'll talk about like the crystal, moon, emerald, reptilian, draconian alliance. And it's just like a bunch of words that don't really make any sense that I kind of scratch my head and I'm like, what do you, what do you, what does that even mean? What, what are you talking about? That's like just reading random words out of a dictionary. It's just buzzwords. It's like you're typing in tags on a YouTube video or something just to get the hits. What, what, what is a crystal moon draconian alliance? I, what does that mean? I don't know what that means. It's the same thing with this. Suspected COVID-19 vaccine-related heart muscle inflammation. No, it's just myocarditis because they got the shot. They got myocarditis, and that's the bottom line. It's like on Friday night last week, we talked about something called a weather outbreak. What the hell is a weather outbreak? It's just weather. There's no such thing as a snow bomb or a rain bomb. They made those words up. Weather outbreak. It's an outbreak of weather, you know, of severe weather. There's weather every day, all day, all nonstop, day or night. I mean, we consider weather to be like it's sunshine, it's rain, it's snow, it's wind, it's a tornado, it's a hurricane, it's a, it's it's a, a you know um, an ice storm, but an outbreak of weather. That sounds like disease. It's an outbreak of disease, an outbreak of weather. We got to do something about this, right? Well, you know, I'll tell you something else. We've got about 10 minutes left on the show. And I wanted to save this last part for these last 10 minutes to kind of wrap up the last two weeks of content on the COVID-19 subject and then proceed from there into all the other subjects that, that I'd like to talk about. We're going to be talking about uh, the Festival of Lights this week in relation to unidentified flying objects. We're going to be talking about Something uh, I've called You'll Get No Gifts and Be Happy this week. And we'll also be talking about Metatron's Cube this week in relation to the digital subreality. So before we get into any of that stuff, we have to address this. And there's a couple of ways we could start this. I have four articles. Three of them are really important here. I'm going to read you these three articles from the Jerusalem Post, November 30th. COVID-19 can enter the placenta and cause stillbirth, according to an Israeli study. Mothers infected with COVID-19 can transfer the disease to the placenta and baby, resulting in stillbirth, a new study by researchers from Samson Asuta Ashdod University Hospital found. In some cases of stillbirth, a higher level of the virus was found in the fetus than even in the sick mother, and in all cases, substantial damage to the placental tissue was found. I would like to see those mothers, their overall health, and I would like to, uh, I would like to know if the study authors considered that when a woman has her first baby, the body dumps a lot of toxic material into that first baby. 
buildup of heavy metals and different poisons and toxins that the mother builds up. It dumps, your body literally dumps that into the first, you know, the child that you have. So whatever it is that they're identifying as COVID-19, this particle, this excretion of something from the body, it would make sense that it was more so in the baby than it was in the mother. But that's not necessarily the point. Here's the point. Article number two, Reuters. COVID-19 lowers sperm count. COVID-19 lowers sperm count. I don't even need to read you much more of that article. So the Jerusalem Post is reporting COVID-19 can cause stillbirth. Reuters is reporting that COVID-19 lowers sperm count. Okay? And the New York Times is reporting that Merck's COVID pill, Merck has a COVID pill. Remember, Merck didn't really want to proceed with the vaccine because they said it would be better just to get sick and then get over it. Well, now they've developed a pill. And this pill has scientists worried, according to the New York Times. Why? Well, scientists are especially worried about pregnant women because the drug could affect a fetus's dividing cells, theoretically causing birth defects. Two weeks after the Food and Drug Administration expert committee, it's an expert committee. I mean, isn't a committee just full of experts anyway? Why do you need to add in the extra word expert committee? Let me give you my expert analysis of this. The expert committee narrowly voted to recommend authorizing the drug known as Malnupiravir. The FDA is still weighing Merck's application. Among the biggest questions facing regulators is whether the drug, in the course of wreaking havoc on the virus's genes, also has the potential to cause mutations in human DNA. Why is it that Malone's mRNA technology and the pills for COVID-19 all have the potential to damage the DNA? Why? This sounds to me more like the project. It sounds more like purity from the X-Files than it does an attempt to stop people from getting sick. According to Dr. James Hildreth, the president of Meharry Medical College in Tennessee, he said, quote, Do we want to reduce the risk for the mother by 30% while exposing the embryo and the fetus to a much higher risk of harm by this drug? My answer is no, and there is no circumstance in which I would advise a pregnant woman to take this drug. Well, that's precisely what vaccine manufacturers have been, well, recommending that women don't take this vaccine if they're pregnant. And in fact, if you go back to that Dr. Wolfgang Wodarg, Dr. Michael Yeadon, December 2020 European Medicines Agency petition, they said that the vaccine for COVID-19 could prevent the formation of a placenta which would result in vaccinated women essentially becoming infertile. That's a quote. The fact sheet for Pfizer-BioNTech says available data, uh, data on Pfizer-BioNTech COVID-19 vaccine administered to pregnant women are insufficient to inform vaccine-associated risks in pregnancy. And there are a number of others that say the same, including a UK document for UK healthcare professionals that says it is unknown whether COVID-19 mRNA vaccine, and they name the vaccine BNT162B2, has an impact on fertility. That's the Pfizer-BioNTech. That's, that's your unauthorized vaccine they're still selling under the idea that it's uh, authorized and approved. And then, of course, the study from the New England Journal of Medicine showing that women who received their vaccines 
had about an 82% spontaneous abortion rate before the third trimester, either the forming, during the forming of the placenta, the first and the second trimester, the growth of the placenta into you know, more of what we consider to be um, the fetus and uh, the baby. And then into the third trimester, you're good. But the first and second trimester, you lose that baby 82% of the time, according to the New England Journal of Medicine. And all the fact sheets and all the data, and including the uh, former Pfizer employee, former Pfizer vaccine scientist, and a petition to the EU. But now it's being inverted. It's not the vaccine that lowers sperm counts. It's not the vaccine that poses a risk to pregnant women. It's not the vaccine that has a potential to cause mutations in human DNA, quote-unquote, from the New York Times. It's not the vaccine that can cause stillbirth. It's COVID-19 that can cause stillbirth. If they're going to these lengths to suggest what they're suggesting, that it's not the vaccine, none of these things were happening, until the vaccines. I mean, was there a lowered sperm count as a result of COVID-19 before? Were there still births before? Was there a DNA mutation, genetic mutation uh, before? No, it's like six months to a year of vaccine distribution, which has been overestimated according to the CDC anyway, how many people got it. And now sperm counts are lowering. And placentas are uh, being attacked, and there's stillbirths. And even the pill, not even the vaccine, the pill can cause these same genetic mutations and birth defects. It's not COVID-19 vaccines, it's COVID-19. So you need to go get your vaccine so this doesn't happen. To me, that tells me all that I need to know. And that should tell you all that you need to know. As we approach Christmas this week, it's Dr. Fauci's How Krumpus Stole Christmas. And here's How Krumpus Stole Christmas. A few people didn't do what they were supposed to do, didn't follow the mitigation procedures. And now Krumpus has arrived to prevent the family gatherings, the feasting, the general celebration, and the gift giving, where more people are afraid of what their relatives might transmit to them than what they might be happy about receiving as a gift. Instead of seeing joyous faces, Californians and New Yorkers are putting dirty towels and cloths over their faces like they're criminals robbing a liquor store. And the 12 days of Christmas celebration are now turned into the 12 days of quarantine. And this year, the only gift being widely distributed is an experimental mRNA shot that promises to deliver illness faster than spoiled eggnog. An mRNA shot based on the technology developed by Dr. Robert alone, the guy that said, as we played earlier, that this can cause what? Reproductive system damage. But no, they're saying it's actually COVID-19 that does that. That's what attacks the placenta. That's what attacks the baby. That's what attacks the sperm and the testicles. That's what causes the mutation. It's COVID-19, not the vaccine. What's more likely, the COVID-19 virus based on typical germ theory that mutates itself, that doesn't mutate the individual, or... Is it an mRNA vaccine, mRNA that communicates to the DNA and tells the cells in the body how to replicate? That's why you get cancer. Omicron is cancer time. Omicron, the beginning of the end of time. I hope you enjoyed tonight's broadcast of The Secret Teachings. 
We'll be back every night here on The Fringe, so stay tuned to The Fringe FM. Subscribe to The Secret Teachings Archive at thesecretteachings.info. When you subscribe, buy a book, grab a water filter with our affiliate sponsor or our new affiliate, The Tuttle Twins. It supports the show and keeps us on air. Stay safe, stay informed, stay healthy, and we will talk to you on the next broadcast. broadcast of The Secret Teachings. But don't worry, you can still catch us Monday through Friday right here exclusively on The Fringe FM. You can also subscribe to the show and montage archive while grabbing my books at thesecretteachings.info. To get in contact with us, you can email the show at rdgable at yahoo.com. Stay tuned to KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM.